Welcome to Lost in Revision. All of our content is public domain, literature, fairy tales, and folklore. Our goal is to at least break even to cover our expenses. So any support that you can offer to help us reach that goal helps keep this podcast going and you entertained. All of our music is by Nathan Hubble and is used with his permission. Thanks and enjoy the show. Chapter 15. The Discovery of Oz the Terrible. Part 3. Just to amuse myself and keep the good people busy, I ordered them to build this city and my palace, and they did it all willingly and well. Then I thought, as the country was so green and beautiful, I would call it the Emerald City, and to make the name fit better I put green spectacles on all the people, so that everything they saw was green. "'But isn't everything here green?' asked Dorothy. "'No more than in any other city,' replied Oz. "'But when you wear green spectacles, why, of course, everything you see looks green to you. The Emerald City was built a great many years ago, for I was a young man when the balloon brought me here, and I am a very old man now.' But my people have worn green glasses on their eyes so long that most of them think it really is an emerald city, and it certainly is a beautiful place, abounding in jewels and precious metals and every good thing that is needed to make one happy. I have been good to the people, and they like me, but ever since this palace was built I have shut myself up and would not see any of them. One of my greatest fears was the witches, for while I had no magical powers at all I soon found out that the witches were really able to do wonderful things. There were four of them in this country, and they ruled the people who lived in the north and south and east and west. Fortunately, the witches of the north and south were good, and I knew they would do me no harm. But the witches of the east and west were terribly wicked, and had they not thought I was more powerful than they themselves, they would surely have destroyed me. As it was, I lived in deadly fear of them for many years. So you can imagine how pleased I was when I heard your house had fallen on the wicked witch of the east— "'When you came to me, I was willing to promise anything "'if you would only do away with the other witch. "'But now that you have melted her, "'I am ashamed to say that I cannot keep my promises.' "'I think you are a very bad man,' said Dorothy. "'Oh, no, my dear, I really am a very good man, "'but I'm a very bad wizard, I must admit.' "'Can't you give me brains?' asked the Scarecrow. "'You don't need them. "'You are learning something every day. "'A baby has brains, but it doesn't know much.' "'Experience is the only thing that brings knowledge, "'and the longer you are on earth, the more experience you are sure to get.' Well, "'That may all be true,' said the Scarecrow. "'But I shall be very unhappy unless you give me brains.' "'The false wizard looked at him carefully. "'Well,' he said with a sigh, "'I am not much of a magician, as I said. "'But if you will come to me tomorrow morning, "'I will stuff your head with brains. "'I cannot tell you how to use them, however. "'You must find that out for yourself.' "'Oh, thank you, thank you!' cried the Scarecrow. "'I'll find a way to use them, never fear!' "'But how about my courage?' asked the Lion anxiously. "'You have plenty of courage, I am sure,' answered Oz. "'All you need is confidence in yourself. "'There is no living thing that is not afraid when it faces danger. "'The true courage is in facing danger when you are afraid, "'and that kind of courage you have in plenty.' "'Perhaps I have, but I'm scared just the same,' said the Lion." "'I shall really be very unhappy unless you give me the sort of courage "'that makes one forget he is afraid.' "'Very well. I will give you that sort of courage tomorrow,' replied Oz. "'How about my heart?' asked the Tin Woodman. "'Why, as for that,' answered Oz, "'I think you are wrong to want a heart. It makes most people unhappy. "'If you only knew it, you are in luck not to have a heart.' "'That must be a matter of opinion,' said the Tin Woodman. "'For my part I will bear all the unhappiness without a murmur. 
if you will give me the heart. Very well, answered Oz meekly. Come to me tomorrow, and you shall have a heart. I have played wizard for so many years that I may as well continue the part a little longer. And now, said Dorothy, how am I to get back to Kansas? We shall have to think about that, replied the little man. Give me two or three days to consider the matter, and I'll try to find a way to carry you over the desert. In the meantime, you shall all be treated as my guests, and while you live in the palace my people will wait upon you and obey your slightest wish. There is only one thing I ask in return for my help, such as it is. You must keep my secret and tell no one I am a humbug. They agreed to say nothing of what they had learned, and went back to their rooms in high spirits. Even Dorothy had hoped that the great and terrible humbug, as she called him, would find a way to send her back to Kansas, and if he did, she was willing to forgive him everything. Thanks for joining us today. Check us out on Patreon. You can help us meet our small goal of breaking even and covering our expenses. Your support helps pay for all of the things that podcasting requires and helps keep this show alive and growing. If you can't afford to support us financially, go give us a good review, subscribe or follow, and share with your friends and family. Feel free to fact check us and offer suggestions to make our show better for you. You can also send us an email at lostinrevisionpodcast at gmail.com. There's a lot more waiting for us all at the end of the road.